Just after 9 o'clock, good morning. This is Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. And coming up at 9.30 is the Sunny Melindra Show. But the inspirational hour begins now with God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. The following is sponsored by GodandOurDogs.com. And this is Bernie Radio. I'm Clint Buck. And I'm Mary Adair. At Branscombe Law, our clients come first. Our talented and dedicated lawyers and staff take pride in offering solid legal solutions to individuals and their businesses. Our attorneys focus on a variety of legal practice areas, including litigation, real estate, water law, employment, energy, corporate formation, and estate planning. Our team is ready to serve you and your legal needs. Visit us at BranscombeLaw.com for more information. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs.com. Welcome to God and our dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at God and our dogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now, here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and our dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is discovering a new perspective and rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow. Spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust, and experiencing transformation. Dog stories shared on the show reveal God in new ways. We look in the mirror of our dogs. In the reflection, we find aha moments bringing to light a deeper understanding of love, value, purpose, and belonging. Find us at GodInOurDogs.com. Click follow on the God and Our Dogs page on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast site and on YouTube, where you will find bonus material from our guests. Thanks to the folks at Wheeler's Western Outfitters for a great place to report our show. Thanks to the God and Our Dogs business partners, River Road Pharmacy, Toolbox Studios, Kendall County Veterinary Center, and Living Well Family Medicine and Aesthetics. Our guest today is Dr. Megan Kirkpatrick, a mixed animal veterinarian. I think that means both large and small. Yes. (laughs) With Kendall County Veterinary Center. She is organized dependable, trustworthy, and most of all, kind. Best of all, her dogs would introduce her as my loyal protector, who likes to snuggle too. Dr. Megan Kirkpatrick, thanks for joining us on God and Our Dogs. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. Yeah, it's great to have you. And you've really had dogs your whole life. Tell us about some of your childhood dogs. Yes, so I have had dogs from when I can very first remember. Most of our dogs have been labs. That's kind of been our family's breed. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was in middle school, we had a couple of dogs, a couple of lap dogs that we bred and had puppies a couple of times, which was a really fun experience as well. Um, and so they've all just played a really sweet role in my life. And like I said, can remember having them always, always a part of our family and everything that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so such sweet little companions. Yeah. Did they have much impact on you deciding to become a veterinarian? Yes. I would say them along with the other animals that we had were a really great um, impact on that. I felt like I 
could see the influence that they had on me, that relationship and that bond that they had from the very beginning and just made me more and more interested in the animal human bond. Mm -hmm. Um, And so really, yes, encouraged my love for animals and, and the want to be a veterinarian. Yeah, that bond, you probably see that play out every day in your practice, don't you? Yes, it's very, very special to see. Everyone's very unique, um, but it's there with Mm -hmm. everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting. There have been so many guests that say, oh gosh, as a kid growing up, I just had outside dogs. And it's interesting to see the transition that now we've got really mostly inside dogs, don't we? Yes, I agree. They've become, not that they weren't important family members then, but they really become, um, you know, family members that go everywhere with them. They, um, you know, are really, really a part of their daily lives. Absolutely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, your current dog is Avery. Tell us about Avery and how you came to get her. So yes, Avery is our 13-year-old lab, and my husband and I got her for our one-year wedding anniversary. Oh, that's a nice gift. Yes, (laughs) and uh, we got her in Colorado. It's where we lived at the time, and we knew we wanted a female yellow lab, so we looked in the newspaper and found this litter that was born. We went there, and she was the only yellow female, so she was the one that we chose, Mm -hmm. and that happened to be a good choice. She's been um, such a sweet dog for us, and really has been through everything with us um, as a brand new couple, marriage, kids, moving, everything. It's been really fun to have her around and especially with our children. She's just been such a sweet dog for our family. So she's not only grown as a puppy to an adult dog, she's grown with you kind of as a puppy (laughs) from a newly married person um, into your current life as mom and wife. Exactly. Um, so how have you seen her change through the years in response to the, the um, role that she plays in, in your family as you've grown? So I think the most important change that we saw in her was when we had children. I felt like her love just like exponentially grew for our family. She's always been super sweet with our children um, and just seeing her kind of take on the role of protector for them. Um, and wanting to know where they are at all times and just always with them, whether that's, you know, laying in the playroom, watching TV with them or outside throwing the ball. Um, That has been the biggest thing for her is just watching kind of her love grow for our children and Mm -hmm. seeing, you know, kind of mimicking our love for them. Like my people love these people. I'm going to love them too, which is really, really sweet. So, but yes, she has grown, like you said, as a puppy to an adult. And then also just as our family's grown, She's kind of just molded into those um, Mm kind of new positions just wonderfully. Yeah. You know, and I think um, back to those years when we really had mostly outside dog, there wouldn't be a chance for that kind of relationship with there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice for her to be inside and a part of us. And she goes on vacations with us and everything. Mm -hmm. So that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love the story you told me before the show about how she um, seems to sense Uh, that protector role um, in a special way when your husband's out of town. Tell us a little bit about that. That's really pronounced. So um, when my daughter Maddie was probably five or six months old, my husband left for his first work trip and Avery would have been maybe three or four years old at that time. And she always slept on a bed on the floor at the end of our bed. And so went to bed that night and looked for her in our room like she usually is and she wasn't there. So walked around the house, couldn't find her, was a little, getting a little worried. And then all of a sudden I found her just laying in front of the door of Maddie, my daughter's room. And um, she stayed there all night long. And I just thought that that was so sweet. And she's still to this day, if my husband goes out of town, 
she sleeps in the hallway in between the children's rooms. And um, I just think that's sweet that she knows that my husband, who's the normal protector of the family, has left and she has taken on that role and she's going to protect those kids. So she still, even to this day, will still do that when he's out of town. I know that she's not going to sleep with me. She's going to sleep with them, which I'm fine with because that's yeah, sweet. That is, you know, you can really see God in that, can't you? As yeah. that protector role. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Always knowing that someone's there to watch over you and has your best interest in mind. Yeah. It seems like we take that a lot for granted. I agree. Um, we don't realize that God's there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just like Maddie didn't realize that Avery was sleeping outside her closed door. Right. Yeah. I wonder how God protects us sometimes when we don't realize it. Yeah, I agree. I think even when we're not cognizant that he's there, his presence, he is there. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Avery has been through several moves with you. And uh, I thought it was a really cool story about when you moved into your present home. Tell us a little bit about what happened with Avery that day? So we moved into our new home um, about five years ago. So Avery would have been about seven. And as you know, busy day of moving and getting things situated. And at the end of the day, ordered in some pizza, kind of plopped down on our little table made of boxes and just kind of kicked back for the night. And after about 20 minutes or so, realized that Avery was not in the house with us. And so panicked a little bit because obviously we had people coming and going in out of the doors and Thought, oh my gosh, did we leave the backyard open? What happened? And so my husband and I took off on foot and went up and down the road trying to find her. And as we passed back by our house, kind of on the second stretch of our neighborhood, um, there was Avery laying on our doormat in front of our house, just sound asleep and just there. And we just thought this house has only been hers for seven or eight hours. And she has already sensed that this is her place, that this is her home. And um, who knows where she exactly went, but she came back home. She came back where she belonged um, and where her family was. So. Uh -huh. What do you think that says about family? I think it just shows the impact that your family can have on you. I think um, having a loving family, like you always know you have a place to go. Um, no matter what happens, that's your home. That's your secure place um, and a place where you're only going to have acceptance and love and um, I'm hopeful that that's how she felt, that she knew mm -hmm. that we were her family and that um, that was her place to come. She knew that that's where her people were and that's where she needed to be. Yeah, that's a huge level of trust, isn't it? Mm -hmm. That um, we're really associated from a family standpoint with people mm -hmm. um, and and not with a place so much. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So how can we think about God a little differently if we think about him? Because he is a person that we can have a relationship with, like we can have a relationship with our dog. Mm -hmm. I wonder what that means about home, where our home is with God. Yeah, I think when you accept Jesus into your heart, um, that's kind of your little personal home for him. And mm -hmm. So wherever you are, again, like you said, it doesn't have to be a building. Um, it's where, you're, where, you're, where your family is. That mm -hmm. um, as long as you have him in your heart, he's with you wherever you go. Yeah. And um, will always be with you. You can carry him wherever. Yeah. And you're with him. Exactly. Yeah. Vice versa. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a neat thought that you can't really break apart that home. Exactly. Yeah. 
Dr. Megan Kirkpatrick. We're so happy to have you with us today. Um, before we learn a little bit more about Avery and your new dog, Cam, um, let's take a little break, and I'd love to tell you about our sponsor today, Branscom Law. This is Meg Greer. Clients come first at Branscom Law. I've known their talented, dedicated lawyers for years. They offer solid legal solutions to individuals and businesses for real estate, water law, corporate formation, estate planning, and more. With offices in San Antonio, Austin, and Corpus Christi, their team is ready to serve your legal needs. Find your lawyer at BranscomLaw.com. God and Our Dogs has great sponsors. Please thank them when you see them. Branscom Law, Wheeler's Western Outfitters, Kendall County Abstract, and the Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning. Because of them, we have a wonderful website, GodandOurDogs.com, with bonus material inspired by show guests on the Want a Treat page. Check out the show webpage for regular updates, resources, and thoughts to ponder. That's GodandOurDogs.com for lots of treats. Discover a new perspective, God and our dogs. This is Pastor Pete Johnson from Christ of the Hills Church, and you're listening to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. We are back on God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, and we are here with Dr. Megan Kirkpatrick, mixed animal veterinarian with Kendall County Veterinary Center. And before the break, Dr. Kirkpatrick was telling us about her labs growing up, and her lab, Avery. Well, Dr. Kirkpatrick, here on God and Our Dogs, we talk about time, training, trust, and transformation with our dogs, and how we can get God's perspective in that whole um, relationship. What have you learned about time with God by spending time with Avery? I think the time that we spend with our dogs just really from the very beginning creates a level of trust and a level of um, bonding as your family. And I think that that's really important, especially when they're puppies, to um, develop that and to spend as much time as possible so that they get comfortable with you and vice versa. And um, so I think that that also can be related to God, is that you truly can't develop a really solid foundation and a relationship with somebody, especially with God, unless you give him time, um, mm-hmm. time to dwell in his word, to read his Bible, to read the Bible, um, and to just be in his presence that that's, um, you need time to do that. Yeah. So what's your favorite way to spend time with God? I really enjoy, um, mornings, honestly, when the house is nice and quiet and mm-hmm. just reading my Bible over breakfast and just for me, starting the day out like that really sets the tone for my day. If I can mm-hmm. start out diving into his word, then I've set kind of the mood for my day and can really help me have a really successful and productive day. Yeah. Yeah. How about, how about training? How have you seen training, uh, in a different way and looking at your dog, uh, and what can you learn about that, uh, in your relationship with God? So training again takes a lot of time. It and, does, doesn't it? <laughs> and repetition and a lot of patience. And I think that um, honestly with Avery and our new puppy Cam, especially because we're in the thick of training, yeah. um, it honestly gives me a little bit more appreciation and respect for, I'm sure the feelings that God has with us as his children, that um, he is training us up to be his disciples and to be good, kind people and to follow him and that on his part takes a lot of time and patience because we are human and we fail and we sin, but 
he continues to be persistent and every day will help us to do those little training sessions just like we do with our dogs. Yeah, I bet you're not giving up on Cam just like you didn't give up on Avery. Yes, exactly. And that's thankfully the God does not give up on us either. After he's told us a command a millionth time, he continues to help us. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about trust? How can we learn um, about trust, uh, trusting God, um, after being in a relationship with our dogs? Yeah, so I think that trusting, again, is just such a, a firm foundation for that relationship. And you really can't grow and move forward until both parties trust each other. And so, again, all those things come into play, the time, the patience. You have to invest all of those into your relationships, whether it's your dog or mm-hmm. with God. Um, so that that relationship can bloom and thrive and and be productive. I think that you really hit the nail on the head there because it really develops a solid foundation, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really does. And that's so important for your relationship to to grow or to do anything. You need that trust. Right. And, And trust plays out in different ways that kind of plays into transformation, being a being able to trust someone, your dog, God, your spouse, your kids, mm-hmm. that gives you a chance to step out and try new things, doesn't it? Yes, it does. For sure. You feel comfortable. You trust that situation and that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, that helps you grow and, and to continue to transform like a healthy relationship should. Yeah. Yeah. In what ways have you seen your relationship transform with your dogs? So I think just as as we both have aged, as my dog has, and I have too, you know, um, our schedules change, our lives change, you know, kids come into play, things like that change. And I think you just find that you still have those kind of common things that you just continue to be steady throughout that. Like I said, um, when we talked earlier, you know, there's less time that I have to devote to my dog one-on-one, you know, when the children, when my, when I started having children and that's okay. And she's melded wonderfully into that and spending time with us all as a family. But So those kind of things have changed, but we still have those sweet times together that we enjoy. Yeah. Able to adapt to the situation. And that that trust that you developed really lends itself to doing that. Yes. It helps that transition be a lot smoother. You know, before the show, you made a comment that I haven't really heard anybody make. And that is, not only do our dogs see everything, God sees everything, and they both still love us anyway. Yes. So... What should we think about God seeing everything? So I think sometimes that can be intimidating to think that he sees our flaws. He sees um, a sin, but then he also sees, you know, those really, really great moments. And when we're being, you know, a faithful disciple and follower of him. And so I think it's a wonderful thing that God sees everything because he can um, help us. He still forgives us, even though he does see the bad, he forgives us. He knows when to answer our prayers. He knows when to, you know, put certain people and things into our life because he knows exactly what has happened and what is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a great thing that he does see everything. Yeah, it really opens the door, doesn't it? It's it's not something that's negative. Right. Because um, really things are not a surprise to him. Exactly. And in some ways, that's a little bit of a comfort. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, if we look at it the right way. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. Nothing's a surprise. He knows everything that has happened, even if we don't tell it to him or everything that's going to happen. So he Mm -hmm. knows the plan for our lives. Yeah. And that way, you know, he can help prompt us to know even how to pray. Uh, 
either for forgiveness or for a situation yeah. uh, that he would like to see some transformation right. in. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, um, you know, I think you have a brand new dog. <laughs> yes. And I'd love a, a little bit of a professional opinion from you. If there are other families out there that are considering getting a new puppy for their family with small children. I mean, your children aren't toddlers anymore, but they're right. young children right. and maybe not quite ready to take on responsibility. What kind of recommendations would you make to people to consider? Yeah, so a couple things. I think um, if your children are old enough, ours were old enough to kind of include in that decision to get a puppy and to talk about the responsibilities and how we wanted our children to be involved with that as far as training and feeding and taking for walks Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. So I think that if your children are old enough, get everybody in your family on board with um, getting a new dog. And then I think thinking about your lifestyle um, can kind of direct you as far as what kind of dog you want to get. That was my next question. Labs are your favorite, (laughs) Yes, they may not be the right dog for everyone. So how do you find the right kind of dog? Yeah, so kind of knowing your lifestyle as far as, you know, are you home a lot? Are you not? Um, Are you able to take your dog on vacation with you? Are you not? Um, Can kind of direct whether maybe even just starting out with a large dog versus a small breed dog um, can kind of direct that. And there's obviously some breeds that can be a little bit more known to be better with children um, Mm -hmm. or busy lifestyle, things like that. So those can all be kind of broken down once you figure out exactly um, your lifestyle and what fits best into you. But I think the biggest things are just getting everybody on board. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also just thinking about your time. You do. I mean, even if you have a busy lifestyle, you still have to devote a lot of time to them. And I think that that's um, really important to make sure that you have that time to devote to them, to take them for walks, to spend time with them, to go out in the backyard and throw the ball. Those are all really, really important things for their development, their growth, Mm -hmm. their trust of you. And so really knowing that you've got that time. Yeah, yeah. Well, those are all such great points. I think sometimes we can get caught up in the emotions of it. Oh, let's get a dog. It would be so great for the kids. Exactly. And um, so I really appreciate your insight into things to think about and look for. That's awesome. So if um, at the beginning of the show, we talked and we confirmed, yes, large and small animals. If someone would like to learn more about your practice, how would they do that? Yeah, so I work at Kendall County Veterinary Center here in Bernie, Texas, and we have a Facebook page, we have a website, um, and we have a great group of doctors out there, and um, I would be happy to, even if it's just a chat on the phone um, or a visit in person, I would be happy to chat with anybody if they're interested in getting a new puppy um, and wanting some more questions answered for that. Well, great. Well, Dr. Megan Kirkpatrick, it's been so great to have you with us on God and Our Dogs. Thank Thank you you for taking your time to join us. Yes, thank you for having me. Great, great. Well, before we close our show, I'd like to leave us with a little thought to ponder. And yes, that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. Stagnant or thriving? My thought to ponder today is what kind of growth am I seeking through time and training with God in order to grow in trust and experience new transformation in my relationship with him? Let me know what you think after pondering. Email stories at godandourdogs.com. Here's a bonus thought to ponder. How is your dog relying on you today? Maybe God wants you to rely on him the same way. Thanks to the God and Our Dogs business partners, River Road Pharmacy, 
Toolbox Studios, Kendall County Veterinary Center, and Living Well Family Medicine and Aesthetics. This is Meg Greer, and you've been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you, and thank you for joining us. You can listen to the show again on our website or subscribe on your favorite podcast site. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for show bonuses. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn at God and Our Dogs and click follow. Subscribing and following help the show spread the word about discovering a new perspective to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs.com. I'm Clint Buck. And I'm Mary Adair. At Branscombe Law, our clients come first. Our talented and dedicated lawyers and staff take pride in offering solid legal solutions to individuals and their businesses. Our attorneys focus on a variety of legal practice areas, including litigation, real estate, water law, employment, energy, corporate formation, and estate planning. Our team is ready to serve you and your legal needs. Visit us at BranscombeLaw.com for more information.